welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Daring Designers Club podcast. I'm jumping into one of my favorite topics to talk about today with coaching clients, other designers, and actually anyone who is self-employed, and that is the subject of boundaries. I very passionately believe that we as business owners should be in total control of, first of all, our businesses, but second of all, the lives that we lead around our businesses. And boundaries are so important when it comes to that work-life balance that we hear so much about. Before we jump into the details of the episode, as mentioned in last week's episode, I only have one designer coaching slot available for early next year between January and the end of March. And after that, I won't be taking on any coaching clients until the end of summer next year, which will be after my maternity leave. So it's a great chance to get yourself set up for the new year if you're looking a bit of extra help with anything that I generally talk about in these podcast episodes. So anyway, back to the episode today about boundaries. It can be so incredibly easy to let boundaries slide when you're feeling under pressure or when you want to give a really good impression to your clients. But in my experience, letting any form of your boundaries fall out of place is a one-way ticket to stress, overworking and burnout. All things which I'm pretty keen for us all to avoid as much as possible. As with everything else I talk about on the podcast, I have to say that this is an area I have struggled with in the past. In my first year of business, I was working seven days a week for about 12 hours a day just because I felt that was what I needed to do. Boundaries, office hours, reply times were all phrases that just didn't come into my vocabulary and I was taking on as much work as I could, working through all the marketing techniques I could manage and basically not giving myself the break I needed or any break at all. So no prizes for guessing what this led to, and yes, the answer is horrendous burnout. As someone who already suffered with bouts of depression and stress and anxiety, this only made everything worse and my mental health and also my physical health took quite a dramatic nosedive. Only when I decided enough was enough and got some boundaries in place did I start to feel back to normal, and even better, I started running my business more professionally too. My reduced hours and improved relationship with working helped me become more productive with my time and I slowly clawed back all the control that I needed to really enjoy my work, keep myself healthy, but also keep my clients happy as well. So now you've heard a little bit about my experience of things that can happen if you don't have boundaries in place from my very personal and real experience. And to be honest, I think if you were to speak to 
most people who've struggled with boundary issues in the past, they would probably have a similar story as well. So now, what rules do we actually need to have in place to make sure we can keep some sort of work-life balance, avoid burnout, all whilst keeping our clients happy and projects organised? So there are six things I'm going to talk through in this episode. Just small things, so don't worry about making six huge changes to your business. But I also want you to bear in mind that boundaries are necessary wherever you need them based on your personal circumstances and your own business. If there's anything you feel needs to change to help you rest more and have a better work-life balance, which isn't on my list, please feel free to make your own boundaries to support yourself. I'm not one for giving blanket advice and I feel so strongly that whatever works for you is what is best. So aside from that, let's get into the main six things which I recommend you set up as boundaries within your business. So the first thing is probably the most simple to figure out, but actually one of the hardest to stick to, and that is your working week or your office hours. I think for all of us in the back of our minds, we all have an ideal here which we would love to stick to, but unfortunately due to demands of our work or unexpected circumstances. So for example, a client's website deciding to crash at 10pm on a Saturday sometimes makes it feel impossible to make that a reality. So my recommendation here would be to have your ideal working week where you can choose the days you work, so say Monday to Friday, and then the hours you work, so let's say 10 till 4, And this is what we're going to try our best to stick to as much as possible. So then outside of this, we might have a bit of a contingency, which is only ever used in emergencies or maybe when you get waves of inspiration and feel like you want to get things down on paper or get things finished. So a couple of hours extra at the end of the day or starting a little bit earlier in the morning. This is a manageable amount of time, but not something you want to be doing every week or every day. Finally, we have our non-negotiables. This can be no working on the weekends, having one day a week to work on a certain task, or maybe only working a specific number of hours a week and not going beyond that. This is what we have to stick to at all times, regardless of emergencies or things that don't get finished, because this is the time that we have to ourselves. Having these three things in place for your working week or your office hours sets a really solid foundation for sticking to our dream work week as much as possible, even when you feel stressed. And actually, especially if you feel stressed, because with these times, you need more rest than ever and an extra break. I think most of these tips can be applied to most businesses, but this one is very designer specific, and that is setting rules within your design process. Most of the issues my coaching clients face when it comes to projects is when clients start requesting extra revisions or don't send their content in time or take too long with feedback so projects run over. Does this sound familiar to you at all? What we need are rules for every part of the design process and we need a contract to back it up as well. Even further than that, it would be great to have some sort of welcome message or packet to explain even further because unfortunately not everyone reads a contract until something goes wrong. I would very much recommend that that isn't what you do. (laughs) 
So you want to have a set number of revision rounds in place and then what happens if this is exceeded. You want to have a set time for feedback and then what happens if this runs over. You want to have a set rule for every part of your process which may cause a problem for you and then a backup rule just in case that doesn't stick. We want to be guiding our clients to help everything go right but with a plan in place if anything does go wrong so you don't get too overwhelmed and unsure of what to do from there. So my third tip for setting boundaries is to have a booking schedule. Again this one is a little more designer focused or at least project focused. If we're in the incredibly lucky position to be getting lots of inquiries for work and also wanting to work with all the people who get in touch, an amazing thing to put in place is a booking schedule. When you're getting lots of amazing projects to work on, it is a great thing, but it can also be quite overwhelming and you might end up overbooking yourself, which then leads to the overworking and everything else we've mentioned before. Although it's amazing to be busy, It's even better to be getting a steady amount of work over time and managing to consistently book projects throughout your schedule. To do this, you need a schedule in the first place. So to make your schedule, you want to figure out how many projects you want to work on at once and then only make enough room in your calendar to book in that many projects. Anyone who wants to work with you from then will be given a date when a space in your calendar is free and they can book in from then. Creating these slots in your calendar gives you a visual way of booking projects which firstly helps you see when you're booking in too much work and secondly helps you book projects in advance which really helps with consistency with your workload and income. Again like with all boundaries it may feel like you're doing a disservice to potential clients by making them wait But the more we put value on our own work and trust our own schedule, the more people will actually realise that not only is design worth waiting for, but they also know that if they want to work on a design project in the future, they know how much notice they need to give their designers that they want to work with. So my fourth tip for boundaries is all about emails and setting rules around your emails. I don't know about you, but emails can be the absolute bane of my life. You can be emptying your inbox and then as soon as you do, it fills right up again and always without failure takes so much longer than you thought it was going to. Because this is such a large part of running a business, it's great to have specific boundaries when it comes to being in your inbox. Some great rules to put in place for your emails are how much time you spend replying to your emails how long your reply time is and for different types of people as well. So whether it's inquiries or just people who are getting in touch asking a question. How often you want to reply to emails and then also the times that you are in your inbox replying. This is especially important because as soon as you start replying to emails in the evening or at weekends, people expect you to be in your emails in the evenings and weekends in the future as well and so will respect replies at those times. For me, I only reply to my emails three days a week and only in the mornings as well so I can switch off from emails once they're out of the way. I also have a completely different form of communication for clients so I'm not ignoring any feedback or questions whilst we're working on a project. And then finally, I have an autoresponder set up for my emails So when people get in touch, they can get an email back straight away, letting them know how long it's going to take them to reply and giving them any information they might need in the meantime. 
For my next point, we can't talk about boundaries without having a little chat about social media. One of the areas that without doubt can cause some blurred lines with your boundaries is social media. We generally have a strange relationship with it, especially Instagram, as business owners, because we get used to using it as a social and personal platform, and then all of a sudden we have to use it for business as well. This can mean we spend a lot of time scrolling or thinking about social media, which can cause a negative shift in that work-life balance. This is definitely going to be one which is different for everyone, but if you feel you need to create a boundary for your social media use, think about what you struggle with first. I'll put a few points here which could be causing issues and some rules that you can set yourself and you have a think which ones apply to you and it might be that it's something completely different that you have to come up with your own boundary for. So if you think you spend too much time on social media, Try to set yourself certain hours, like I do with my emails, and only scroll or comment on your business accounts in those times. If you struggle to separate your personal life and business life, try only using your business accounts during office hours and switch to personal accounts at any other time. If you worry about comparison on social media, use the mute button where you can and don't feel guilty about it. And stop looking through things which make you worry about where you're up to or make you compare yourself to other people's business journey. And finally, if you worry too much about follower numbers or engagement, this maybe needs a little bit more work than just a boundary, but try to stop yourself obsessing over numbers by just not checking them and trying to avoid those facts in your apps. My final boundary, and I think my favourite, is scheduling in some time off. Time off is so incredibly important for us and our health. There's a reason that people in full-time employment generally get a government-allowed amount of holiday time, especially if we're talking about the UK, and that is because we completely need it to recuperate. Taking time off as a business owner is not easy. It usually needs to be planned quite far in advance And when it does come around, we can feel more guilt than necessary for stepping away from our laptops and putting our feet up. But it does need to be done, whether you plan on going away and doing something with your time off or just taking some time to be away from work, it needs to be put into your schedule. My main tips for scheduling time off would be to plan it as early as you can so you know exactly when you'll be off and can give clients as much notice as possible. Then make some space in your schedule. You know that schedule that we made up a little earlier in the episode? You can put some space between project slots to make sure you don't have any project work when you'll be off. And lastly, plan some things to do in your time off. Like I said, you don't have to go away, but maybe plan meeting up with friends, reading a book you really wanted to get round to, or even some non-work related hobbies so you can focus on those instead of worrying about being on your computer. The general allowance for holidays in the UK is around four weeks a year, so try your best to have this as a minimum. It can be spread across different weeks or even just the odd days to give you a long weekend, whatever works best for you, but just make sure you're scheduling it and using it. I personally have built my boundaries for time off to a place where I have between six and eight weeks off a year which keeps me well rested and also excited about coming back to work when I'm done. 
So those are the boundaries I think you need to have in place. But the most important tip out of all of this is you must stick to your boundaries yourself or clients won't realise that they have to as well. The boundaries aren't just in place for clients or people who want to get in touch. They are also very much for you to stick to as well. It may take a while for you to get used to them as with any changes or habits you want to develop but it's definitely worth sticking in there to build these things into your business for the long term and help with that long term work life balance as well. So I hope this has helped you have a think about the boundaries that you set within your business and your work schedule and hopefully some ways that you can improve your relationship with your clients just by adding a few little boundaries in place to help you run your business alongside a lifestyle you really love as well. As always, if you fancy a little chat about boundaries and anything I've discussed in this episode, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram, which is at GattoWeb, or head to my website, which is GattoWeb.com, where you can find more information about either working with me, or you can find some fun downloadable resources that might help you out as well. And of course, we also have our Facebook group, the Daring Designers Club, which you can join to jump into weekly discussions that we have and also some live videos that I'll be running every week up until the end of the year. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you again next time.